Hello and welcome to No Load Time, episode 52. My name is Odeless and with me, the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good? Greetings and salutations. Welcome here to another episode of No Load Time. Obed, we've had an amazing uh, last week here and I'm so excited about this episode. Yeah, it's been, I'm exhausted. Yeah, it's <laughs> I was just a trying lot. To, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in, a lot to of trying to keep up with news coming out. Uh, more stuff, more gameplay demos, and, and a lot of stuff that's been done in the last couple of days after the event, uh, after E3 actually started. So, man, uh, but Joel, after after Monday, uh, and, and again, thank you guys for tuning in on Monday for our live stream of the um, Sony press conference, but Joel, I, I really have a new appreciation and, 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 and respect for professional streamers. Absolutely. Um, it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I'm telling you, man, when we wrapped up on Monday night, I was exhausted. I felt like I was working all day and we only did it for, you know, an hour and 45, two hours and 45 two minutes, hours and right? 40 minutes. Yeah. So uh, it, we, I respect you guys. Seriously. If, you, if you're into streaming and if you're, you know, doing this, the YouTube slash streaming thing for, you know, as as a profession, uh, yeah, you got my respects. I it's it's a lot of work that's involved, keeping up with a chat, keeping up with equipment, um, and what what's going on on the screen and talking. It's it's a lot of work. So um, hats off to you guys, definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was it was tiring, fun, but yeah. very tiring. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, but Joe, so what we're gonna do today? We're gonna just try and go ahead and do a full uh, recap to the best of our abilities um because uh, there's a lot that happened and we did uh, uh we did a, a lot of recap on monday as well um but that episode is not available as a podcast it's only available uh, as, a, as a video uh on on youtube right now um it's on our channel and our archives if you want to if you guys want to check it out um but joel let's uh let's talk about um uh, the, do you want to talk about EA again a little bit? Um, there's really not much to tell. Yeah, I think I think it's important that we just address it for those that, again, if you didn't watch our live stream, we talked about it briefly, and we'll probably talk about it briefly again. The same aspect, I feel the same way I felt on on Monday night when we, when we recapped a little bit that uh, it was quite underwhelming and also a little disappointing because the one thing that I did look forward to hearing about, which was that new uh, Star Wars game that they had coming out, just was non-existent, uh, was not spoken of. It was just something that was there online that was put out there, and you would have thought this is the best stage for you to give something. And even though I, I didn't expect to necessarily see like gameplay or something, I just want to see even if, even if it was a behind the scenes talking to the developers and what their thoughts are about how they're developing this game, a little sizzle reel or something there, I would have appreciated um, just to kind of get a, a thoughts on where this game's going to be going. Um, but there was, it was just non-existent, not spoken of. And what was spoken of is your classics, your sports. And, and um, you know, it, they also made it a big effort to kind of go away from the, loot boxes and the premium content as a result of the battlefront effect as i would refer to it yeah. um so they made a big uh, important announcement to say hey we're going away from this um the person who made that announcement was a little peculiar right obed that how they how they did it um but but that's just my feelings on ea i don't know how you feel Obed. 
Yeah, it was a little bit awkward. Um, they they brought one of the developers out instead of uh, Andrew Wilson, the CEO of EA, addressing uh, the issue since it was a business decision and not a developer issue. I mean, it's not like the game was busted and broken at launch. It's that the implementation that the publisher put, uh, the, the, the monetization that the publisher put or mandated into the game, that's what caused the problem. So Andrew Wilson, instead of addressing the issue himself, he sent um, uh, the sacrificial lamb out to uh, the stage. Unfortunately, Seriously? yeah, and that's that's pretty much how it went down. It was not good, um, but yeah, uh, the the um, the Jedi colon fallen order because it's not Jedi fallen order. <laughs> it's it's uh, we didn't even get a slide with the title, dude. It was awful. Uh, it was. Yeah, it was uh, Andrea Renee, uh, who is an internet personality. Uh, she went out and um, talked to Vincent Pella, the the uh, one of the founders of Respawn Entertainment, and and he gave out the title. It was just like a very awkward interview in the in the crowd, and no title uh, shot, no nothing. Um, it was quite possibly the worst E three reveal ever. Mm. Um, that's it's up there. I mean, because uh, the game's coming out next year. They could have big IP. Yeah, and on yeah, and absolutely, it's a big IP. They definitely should have showed something, um, and and unfortunately, they did not. Um, missed opportunity there. Um, they did address some of the issues with Battlefront, and again, we're talking about the developer that came out and said, "Hey guys, we're sorry," and then uh, they revealed that there was going to be a Clone Wars expansion. For Battlefront, which again sounds pretty cool. I mean, they're go probably going to add some decent maps, and uh, I believe it's Count Dooku, uh, General Grievous, Obi Wan, and Anakin. They're going to be um, putting as heroes. So, I mean, that may be pretty cool. They may, I may go back to the game. Uh, I, I I did not have a lot of luck last weekend with getting into a game and making sure that everything was up and running and working. Uh, I, I, there's not a lot of people playing, unfortunately. So it looks like they're getting a hit. It could be that people are, you know, doing other things because I know that a lot, a huge part of the gaming community was out there um, with just paying attention to what was going on uh, E3 wise. But uh, other than that, man, absolutely disappointing uh, conference. I 100% agree, man. I mean, there really wasn't much to talk about when, when it came to them because. You know, it was stuff to be expected, and then the stuff that they did have that was strong just wasn't wasn't properly presented. So, so poor EA because they actually needed something decent, and yeah. they didn't, didn't give us that. Yeah, the only the only two things of note again, uh, Unravel Two, which was unveiled and released right there on on stage, and uh, and Seal Solitude, which looks pretty cool. But again, these are indie games that I may or may not have interest in. It depends on on what the availability is for that game and, and and what games are actually out there that are taking away my time at that it'll, point. It'll probably go down as the forgotten press conference out of this oh. past E3. I mean, like no one's going to talk about anything that came mm -hmm. out of this this year. Yeah, it was absolutely by far the worst one. Uh, but Joel, let's go into what quite possibly maybe the better console uh, but the better, better press conference with an asterisk, <laughs> um, and and it's the Microsoft conference. 
Um, I think, and again, I'm gonna. I said this on on Monday, but we're just gonna go again through this. Um, I think that they did have the best show. Um, they had the best stream of games. They had the the best flow um, and the best uh, just overall, you know, stage and and stage setup and all that. Uh, they didn't have any technical issues. Um, I, overall. Presentation-wise, it was the best conference, and there's no questions about it. Um, they brought it. Like, they needed, they needed to bring it, and they brought it. Uh, the two things of note now, Joel, why this may not have been the best conference after all is, number one, we again get Gears Forza Halo uh, as the exclusives. Um, they did not show anything new. They only showed like a minute trailer for sing single player for Crackdown. Um, I think they're just riding off that game as that it's not going to be a great game. Um, then they confirmed that that Halo reveal they showed is a proof of concept or a tech demo for their new slip, sla uh, slip space engine. So this is four or five years away, maybe. Uh, which, by the way, Joel, I heard that one of the lead artists from Naughty Dog joined that team at Microsoft today. Interesting. Yep. So it was. I saw it just maybe about an hour ago. Um, so that's interesting. You know, uh, they they're definitely out there hunting for talent. They need it, um, but don't expect any of these stuff to be out on Xbox One. This is next. This is going to be next gen stuff. Um, not even. I, I would dare to say not even a cross-gen product. This is probably going to be full next-gen. Um, so don't expect Halo anytime soon, basically. Uh, Gears is coming out. Uh, they said 2019, no date, but uh, hopefully comes out next year. Uh, they. What's interesting on that demo, Joel, it looks like they did um, tweak some um, gameplay components. It looks a little bit fresher, but it's, again, another... Uh, Gears of War game, and it's another prequel. So, again, we go back to using the same IPs. Um, so, nothing new. Um, they had a, a fantastic lineup of third-party games that they showed in cross-platform and 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 multi multi-platform games. Um, you know, from uh, Sekiro Shadows, Shadows Die Twice, Devil May Cry Four. Uh, Jump Force, uh, a, a lot of third-party stuff that's coming out for everything, right? They and, and again goes back to last year, but last year my game of show was Dragon Ball Fighters, and it was showed at the Microsoft conference. So, you know, they do show good stuff that you can get on PlayStation or PC, and that's and that's the problem that they had. Uh, they didn't show no new IPs, um, and and. And no new, no date, no no, you know, con concrete dates for nothing new. Um, they did acquire four studios. They opened that uh, that new studio from Santa Monica, um, and, and they acquired uh, Ninja Theory. Um, the developers behind um, um, State of Decay, uh, the name escapes escapes me. I think it's like Undead Lab, Undead Labs. Yep. Um, in uh, two smaller studios, the guys that are doing um, We Happy Few, uh, and then another studio that I think, oh, and uh, Playground Games, which do the the Forza Horizon games, which is rumored that that, that team's working 
on a Fable reboot. That's fantastic. But if these acquisitions just happen, don't expect any of this stuff to be out on Xbox One, guys. This is going to be next gen. Um, yeah, go ahead, man. No, you're good. Um, I, I'm with you there on, on how you said that Microsoft had a good show. Um, they had a good presentation. It was no hiccups. Uh, they The games that they did show, I think, were good. Um, I think what I still have problems with is that there was nothing that I saw that made me say I need to have an Xbox One X or you know Xbox One. There was nothing on there that made me say I need to get this console um, because at this point I recognize that there's some couple of cool games that are coming, um, but when it's mostly cross-platform things that are interesting me, then there's nothing that moves me in the direction unless I'm a Halo person, which I'm not too crazy about. I'm not and I hate her of it by any means. I think they're fun games. I've played them myself, but um, you know, and then you have Gears. Okay, that that's cool. And by the way, yes, they are calling it Gears. Um, instead of you know, Gears of War as usual. A little little rebranding-ish with the name. But it's it was something where um I liked the games that I saw, but the exclusives weren't um they were. They looked really good. They looked really solid. But it wasn't anything that made me go. I need to go get this console. Where they've done it for me in the past. Like I remember, like like games like Quantum Break and stuff like that. I was like, this looks pretty cool. Like you know, right. had, they've, they've had stuff that looks. I think this year was for me the stuff that they did show. Like Crackdown Three is not gonna make me go get an Xbox One. I'm sorry. Um, so I think that that's my issue. But as a show, for their their showmanship was flawless. Um, yeah, they, they yeah. gave a great show. If you, I'm sure, if you were there in the audience, you probably had a great time. And if you were watching live, you probably just had a really good, entertaining time. They entertained you and did a good job. So I give them credit for that. Yep. And on the other, the second thing, Joel, is the the uh, at the end of the show, Phil Spencer mentioned um, that they are working on, you know, the next Xbox consoles plural. Then uh, the next day, it came out that uh, the code name is Project Scarlet, and they're working on multiple devices. So um, I'm I'm really I'm really confused what by what that means. Um, they they shed some light to what this could be. Uh, this could be just one streaming Xbox box, and then an actual console. I, don't, I really they don't have, know. They have no need. They have the most powerful console out there right now. So, Separate. We're not talking about PCs or anything like that, but just consoles. They have the most powerful console right now. Yeah. It just came out, what, six months ago, seven yeah. months ago? Uh, and that's a big problem where you have people that just bought a console and you're telling me now six months later, yo, we're going to go ahead and make a new one. Um, and that that's a problem because uh, just rumors and these things are going to get out there to Eventually, the general public hears, oh, there's a new Xbox coming out. I'm not just going to bother and buy one. I'll just wait for the new one. So the Xbox One is done, right? It's, it's, they're just moving away from it. Uh, that's my, my feeling. They're just going gonna go ahead and concentrate on whatever, whatever's big and whatever's next for them. Uh, and, that's, and that's all good and fine as long as they can prove that they have um, the, the, the content to put on that device when it comes out. Um, 
so that's a big problem that they have. Hopefully they can fix it before that new product launches. Uh, Phil Spencer uh, did a, an interview with Jeff Kurtzman from Giant Bomb today. Um, and, and they talked and he talked about what the biggest issue for him was and it was CPU. So he brought it and he brought it up. So he said, it was like, oh, we need a CPU to be that that could be on par with uh, PCs right now. So, and uh, he, he said it straight out that that was the issue. So, um, but other than that, man, I think their conference was actually pretty good. So Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was, it was fine. Yeah. Uh, and then Bethesda happened. Uh, Joel, you nailed one on Bethesda, which was they did Dude. announce a Doom. Yeah, I did. I predicted uh, that one. Yep. Doom Eternal. I wasn't expecting it. Um, I guess it comes out next year. Uh, yep. I think there's a beta coming out later this year, uh, and they're going to show it at QuakeCon, if I'm not wrong. Okay. So they did um, reveal that. <laughs> I'm going to talk about real quick about the two reveals that they had that these games are next-gen games. They're not going to happen within the next three years. And that was Starfield, which I talked about. Uh, and then they reveal that they are working on The Elder Scrolls Six. That game is probably seven years away. Starfield <laughs> is probably... No, with all seriousness. <laughs> with all seriousness, Joe. I, th I think Starfield's going to be a 2021 game. And then, um, and then <laughs> you're still laughing. Oh my <laughs> gosh, she says it so, so blatantly. It's seven years away. <laughs> and then Elder Scrolls is probably going to be like a 2025 game. Seriously. Joel Young will know. I mean, gosh, it's, it's yeah. at seven years. Uh, yeah, I, I, would, I, I would have lost the rest of my hair by then. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, the funny thing is I was talking to someone the other day. Um, this is a podcast, so they, they know who they are. And, and uh, they were saying how for them, that was the, the, the game that um, was their biggest hype announcement of all of E3 was Elder Scrolls Six. There was, yeah. that, was, that made them yeah. so happy. But they know that, like, they're, they're laughing, like, this is the best game to be announced. But they know it's not, like, anything that's going to come out anytime soon. Like, they yeah. know that going into yeah. it. But it just makes them happy to know that it's happening. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a lot of people are happy that it's going to happen, and that's, and that's great. Um, but when it comes out, your life may be a completely different story. It was, uh, it was, it, it was what when like Final Fantasy, uh, now 15 back then versus 13 that was revealed back in 2006, and it came, it, it came out 11 years later. Uh, trust me, my life is completely different. So it's gonna be the same thing when, when Elder Scroll 6 comes out, you're either gonna have kids. Or lost your hair, or get divorced, or something. <laughs> your life will be somewhere very different. We'll look yeah. back. Back in my day, I remember when they announced this game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're gonna go look back to the day they announced uh, Elder Scrolls Six. Yep. Um, but they talk about Fallout seventy six, yep. and and again, um, uh, um, excited, and they started talking about Fallout. Um, and uh, um, <laughs> Todd Howard started talking about Fallout 76. And then uh, in the middle of what his presentation was, he goes, oh, by the way, this is multiplayer. So, <laughs> so he revealed that it was a multiplayer Fallout experience that's a prequel to the other Fallout games. Um, I don't know how that's going to play. Some people are really excited. Some people are not. Um, but, you know... Uh, Jason Schreier from Kotaku was vindicated. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty yeah. 
but that was that was Bethesda in a nutshell. Oh, and Rage too. Yes, looks actually pretty badass. Yes, yeah, yes. that that demo they showed looked real nice. Uh, the driving, uh, of course, this is done by Avalanche Studios that did the Max game. Um, it, it looks nice. It looks real pretty. It looks like it's it's going to be a lot of fun. So, uh, so that's interesting because that's a game that was really dull when it came out originally, uh, the first yeah. one. So, yeah, look good. Yeah, so that was pretty good. Uh, the next day, uh, Square Enix. Uh, yes. Not a lot was announced. Um, they they again showed Kingdom Hearts for the second time. Though there was a third time, uh, <laughs> but they're they're really banking on it, and it's fine because they're gonna sell. So the, 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 that game's gonna sell like crazy, so um, so that's fine. Uh, but to to me, the only two announcements of note were uh, Babylon's Fall by Platinum Games, and uh, there's a game that looks really interesting. That's called The Quiet Guy. It looks like it's a brawler, <laughs> like a, it's it's kind of like a like a Streets of Rage type of brawler. Uh, maybe that, remember that release game for PS2 called The Bouncer. Oh yeah, it kind of reminded me of that, yeah. and the bouncer was done by Square Enix. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I thought that uh, trailer for it was pretty funny because it looked like it goes from like live action straight into like CG. Yeah, um, of the actual gameplay of the of the game, and this dude's like, he's you know he's using sign language because he's uh, he's deaf, but yeah. he's basically like, no, like I'm not in the wrong place. I'm here to mess you guys up, and, <laughs> but that's dead silent because the guys. You know he's he, he doesn't hear so you're hearing from it seems like from his perspective so you know quiet man might be a really powerful man no 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 I mean it's a game that's like okay I didn't ask for this but it might be cool <laughs> exactly yeah it might be it might be cool uh, it depends on on how you know the final product comes out and exactly it depends on the combat because those games even if it's you know a, a four or five hour experience if the combat's good that'll keep you going back um, that's that's great. Um, um, a Kingdom Hearts, really quickly. Like, I don't know if you feel similar to me, Obed, but like, the game looks really good. Like, all the the trailers and stuff. Like, it looks like a really fun. Like, I'm not a Kingdom Hearts guy, and this game I might actually go again. Like, it looks good. Yeah. Um, but but the funny thing is, like, every trailer that I saw for it, I was like, these guys do not know how to cut a trailer together. No, it's not. It's not good, man. It's like, mixing folly sounds and oh. yeah. It's yeah. so off. I'm like, these guys, they don't know how to even market it, and yet they still may have my money. Like, it looks good, but mm -hmm. it's bad trailers, man. It's hilarious. I think what it is is I think the sound design's not done, and they, they'd rather not just just do just present those trailers with no sound effects and, and, and have um have a decent trailer at least. Um, uh, but that was that was really awkward, yeah. And that's why I, uh, yeah, I mentioned it on Monday that that was just really weird. And and again, <laughs> happened with the trailer they showed during the Sony conference. Um, so <laughs> so that was pretty interesting. But not not a lot from Square Enix, of course. Shadow of the Tomb Raider is coming out. It looks pretty good. Looks good. Looks good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, no Avengers game, Joel. That I was disappointed. Yeah, same here. I was waiting for it. Waiting for it. Nothing. Yeah. Um, there's a uh, and that was it right for Monday afternoon and then That's after right. that after that we jumped into Sony uh, which is probably the worst paced conference in a very long time in my opinion That's what I was telling you while we were watching it live that night I was telling you it was like the timing is just not great Yeah 
Um, I I know what they were going for, but unfortunately, logistically, it's complex, right? So um, you can't necessarily have a few hundred people move from one venue to the other in, in the middle uh, of your conference in a timely manner yeah exactly and then jump to a you know reporter's desk for 13 minutes while these people moved around um that was a big problem uh, and and after that was done then it flowed the way it should have but there was 13 minutes that they showed not even one game they show one ad yes uh, and for call of duty they should have been able to reveal, you know, present three third-party trailers during that time. I would have rather have that, that than uh, you know, uh, the 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 broadcast guys. Um, they're talking about Call of Duty DLC and and whatnot. So, yeah, it was really weird because, like, I I think I feel like Obed, if we were there, like it would be really cool. It still would be weird. I think it's so weird for the reporters, but I feel like if I was there, I'd be like, oh, this is kind of cool because I didn't expect this. But I think that's still weird because you're like, I just got comfortable with all this. Now I got to go fight for my seat in this next, you know, this next venue. But the cool thing was like when they did cut between, especially at the end of the conference, they kind of showed you what some of these people did see when they were walking through. Yeah. And they actually made it like an experience for, from the first tents that they were in that was set up for the last of us too. Like that, that what when they were walking through this kind of like, tent hallway kind of style thing funneling people into this next venue um they had like some really cool like little ghost of tsushima like kind of scenic kind of stuff all around so you was like you were walking into the next game experience and i thought that was really fascinating to me um so i feel like if you were there there's it'd be some cool there'd be some cool like for me i'm, I'm down with that i actually kind of like that to some degree but watching it was the weirdest thing like i'm sitting here i'm like it's like 9 30 and now we're seeing the second game yeah and i was like this is kind of weird and and um i heard that the ac wasn't working great at that first venue too so i heard that there were some other issues happening so yeah they they should have just gone straight to like a regular conference and and not do um this gimmick uh i think the gimmick cost them precious time that they could have used to show show more games yeah it's bad for business yeah um, but the reasoning behind this tent space venue they had, Joel, was The Last of Us Two. Um, I I think there was a developer from Square Enix that works on that worked on the Shadow of the Tomb Raider game that said that that movement's fake. It's not it's not possible uh, for a game to move like that, and. And someone else, he deleted the tweet afterwards. But you know, it's the internet, so everything's out there forever. Um, so, so someone replied to the tweet. It's like, "Yo, um, it's Naughty Dog. DM me." And it's someone that worked that that works. Um, I don't know where, where that person worked at, but he's associated somehow to Naughty Dog or or something. So, and then and then that tweet was deleted. So, if this that's, is that's crazy, dude, that they actually would challenge that yeah. game and say, like, it almost are they saying that it looks too good that it's just not 
Yeah. Because I mean, to me, it looked really, really good. The the movement that you're saying and all that. Yep. But I didn't think it was fake for a second. I'm surprised they would come up with that. Yeah. So that I mean, after after I guess he DM the other guy, he deleted the tweet. That's crazy, man. So so that's interesting, right? Yeah. Uh, but then. Uh, Joe, again, this lo- looks like it's going to be another really heavy story. Um, they're taking, they're they're pushing the boundaries, and and that's good. It's um, naughty dog, man. I mean, yeah. like the stuff they put out there. You know, they take some time, but it's no, they're, well, like Crash Bandicoot or The Last of Us. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, like I said, uh, like right now, do- Naughty Dog are the best developers in the world. So um, they can, if someone can pull this sort of experience. It, experience off is it's not a dog um and they had they had uh i think that was a great demo that they had for the last of us i thought it was a great demo i will say this though i don't think it was worth the whole room that whole room experience thing i don't believe it, it I, I even i feel like even if i was there like it's a kind of like it was aha like oh i see what you did like i'm in the room as this thing but i don't think it was so um i think so there was, yeah yeah, they were, going, not, they were going for something immersive, and it, exactly, it, and it turned out to be cumbersome. Yeah, I don't think it was necessary. Is my point, and I think it actually hurt them more than it did help them. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Uh, they should have just showcased everything in the theater. Yeah, um, <clears throat> game looks good. Just let just see the game, not the experience thing. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was phenomenal. Uh, but then after that, Joel, holy crap, Ghost of Tsushima. And and dude, I was blown away. You were freaking out on the live stream, like guys. If you get a chance, if you haven't seen it, or if you did, just watch it again. Like it's it, Obed. I was losing his cool. I thought it was amazing, but Obed was like hitting me like, "Oh my gosh, the leaves are on fire!" And I'm like, yeah. I was like oh. "Oh, so I I got really hyped." Yeah. Um. Uh, so I am really excited for the game. And they then the next morning they they confirmed us like, oh yeah, we 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 have a Japanese voiceover. So exactly what you like, said. Like I said, it's like man, this thing they they have to have a Japanese voiceover on it. So so they they are going to do that. Um, just for authenticity, right? Because it looks yeah. so authentic and it looks so fresh too. Because it's um, I, I don't think there's been an an open world game uh set on feudal Japan yet. And I think this is going to be the first one, and it and it looks it looks fantastic, Joel. I mean, what else can I say? It's I'm just, all in, bro. Yeah, it, it's just that it's one of those things that it, it elevates the art form, right? It was it it's got a war all over again for me. It's um, amazing. It looks it looks really good, um, and, and uh, I'm very impressed. I mean, it's Sucker Punch. I know that they can pull it off, and. I, I can't wait to see more of this thing. Um, so I, I would dare to say that that quite possibly was my game of the show. I'm with you there. That's funny that we actually have an agreement on that. that yeah. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I'm factor. Yeah. I'm confident to say that that that's my game of the show, but it, it's a, it, and we'll talk, I'll talk about the, the ones that I'm really excited at the, at the end. Um, but, but this hands down to me was, was the game of the show. Wow. Uh, it, it looked like a freaking Kurosawa movie in HDR. It was, it's fantastic. Um, so um, after that, Joel, um, we got, um, uh, we're not talking about, we're not going to talk about that Rick, Rick Morty thing because I went back and watched it and it wasn't, it wasn't that great. Nah, uh, I, I, yeah, I was like, okay. Yeah. But uh, Control by Remedy, um, 
they showed that trailer and it looked fantastic on the trailer. But I don't know if you saw the gameplay demo, Joe. There have a no, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? No. Yeah, go and watch it, man. They have a twenty minute gameplay demo, uh, and it's it looks fan freaking tastic too. Okay, I was hoping you were gonna say it's bad because I honestly that was one of the ones that was like a pleasant surprise. It's supposed to be cross platform, right? I but, think I think it's it's multi platform, yeah. Which is which is fine, but like that game looks so good. Like again, it's. Same guys that did Quantum Break and whatnot, but it looks it looked like amazing. The gun transforming and all that, like that this girl's yeah. using. And yeah, I was it like, reminded, this this is impressive, very innovative. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of Psyops. Remember that game on PS2? Yes. Yeah, so it reminded me the gameplay demo. Um, it, she it looks like she has some like um telekinetic energy and the gun, and she can grab debris and create a shield around her for you know for uh, just a shield for bullets, basically. Uh, it it looks really good. Uh, that gameplay demo, Joel. If you have a if you have a chance, just go watch it on YouTube. It's it's real nice. But there's another gameplay demo, Joel, for the game that's coming out next that I actually hit you <laughs> during our dive. It was hilarious. Another one you want to watch? Obit's reaction. So it's it's Resident Evil Two remake. Um, Re two. There's a they, so they they revealed it here. Um, there it was just a trailer, but there there's already. There's a few gameplay demos out there already. They had a 15-minute gameplay demo um, at the Sony booth or the Capcom booth. Um, and, then oh, man, it's it looks I, again, man. I would I would love I would I would this would have been my game of the show if Ghost of Tsushima wasn't there. Which that's saying something, man. That means Ghost of Tsushima is that legit. Yeah. Um, but it looks it looks scary. Um, it, it looks really dark too, because it's like it's lights out basically. And you, I love what they did with this game, where you you I'm assuming you play the PS1 uh, Resident Evil games, right? Where you have the tank controls and you go around, right? And everything's lit because it's you know you can't see where you're going, and that and that's the suspense. Um, but this game, in this game, because they went with a camera similar to Resident Evil Four what the mechanic they have right now on, on this one is a flashlight. So you can't see where you're going because it's so dark. So now you have a flashlight um, and, and that's basically how you how you get around the police station. Uh, and it's scary, man. Zombies looks, look really... Uh, this is the scariest zombies have been in a while because they look like they're not... They don't look like funny zombies. They, like, they look like legit, like walking dead type of zombies. Oh, but it's gonna be sitting on his couch playing this game, and every now and then, who is gonna he's gonna just jump with this with this controller? I want to watch let's plays with Obed with this game. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I should I should do a let's play of of Ari Four because I, I mean yeah, I yeah. but I can get I can get see but I, I can get through that game like like the I know that game like the back of my pan, of my, my my hand so it's it's probably makes uh, it even more fun. Uh, yeah, well, man, that's true. That's true. I can play I can play it on professional. Uh, that would that would that would up up the ante. Challenge I, I, accepted. Eh, oh, come on, it's baby challenge. It's like, <laughs> like I know people that can't get anywhere. It's like ah, oh, it's a baby. It's a baby. <laughs> a baby can finish this game on professional. This is this old bit, old bit stepping up his gamer credits but, right here. But but two hits and you're dead. It's like yeah, don't get hit. You're a baby. <laughs> no, it's, it's actually it's 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 actually pretty challenging on pro. Yeah. Um. But Dan, that gameplay demo looks looks sick. Like the the zombie the the lighting effects they have, 
uh, how the zombies move and and how they 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 behave like you know basically humans that can't feel pain because they're already dead and they get shot and they they go like uh, they they you know the the head pops back but they just keep walking like like nothing happened and and that's what's scary about this game um it looks really tense um I, ah fantastic again uh if you have a chance to watch those gameplay demos that are that are out there go ahead and watch them um because they're they're great death stranding so let's talk about it because i was a little bit not super crazy when i watched it on the press conference but i went back and watched the gameplay demo and i am really excited and you know why i'm really excited joe because this is something fresh. This is not a, a, a Metal Gear clone. This is not a God of War clone. This is not a Gears of War clone. This is not a Halo clone. This is not a GTA clone. It's something new and fresh. And people are upset. Fanboys are upset. And, and even Xbox fanboys are upset at this game because they don't know what it is. And I think that is genius that you don't know what this is because it's new. It looks like a new game genre. It's like Yokojima had the opportunity to just create a new game genre like he did with Metal Gear, where there was no stealth games basically back then, and he just created his own thing. Yeah, I honestly was not disappointed with what I saw. I was more confused by it, but I, I, I think that's like actually a positive in this situation. I think that confusion leads to intrigue. Like exactly. It leads me to want to have more. Um, I, I think and this goes for a lot of different things where you, you could be a fan of someone or some particular work. And because of that, you have expectations. Sometimes that's a thing that blinds us and causes us not to see something that's really great in front of us just because we're looking through a certain filter or a certain lens. And I think when you're talking about games like Death Stranding, you're talking about guys like Hideo Kojima, you're talking about someone that's going to do something new because they just are a creator. That's just what they do. They're not someone who regurgitates stuff in the industry. This is somebody who says, let me come and let me take my own stuff. Hence the baby. It's like, this is his baby. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of symbolism there in, in this, this, this game. And that's what makes me more intrigued because I'm like, what is, what story is he trying to tell me? What is he trying to tell us um, as, as the gamers? He's not just making these games, just to shoot them up, bang, bang. Like he's always got a very interesting um, psychological reasoning behind his storytelling and how he does what he does. And yeah. that's what makes this game so strong. Hence why Metal Gear existed as long as it did. Um, and it would still be continuing if he was part of <laughs> Konami, but that's a whole other uh, topic, <laughs> another, uh, podcast. R.I.P. Uh, Metal Gear. R.I.P. Yeah, Metal Gear, poor Konami. Um, um, but, but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for it, man. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm just okay. I'm just confused by it intrigued. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and that's a good thing. Um, but just to correct myself, back then uh, the actress that played the uh, the female, I guess, lead uh, that was talking to Norman Reedus is not his wife. It's Leah Sedu, who was Inspector. You mentioned it. I did say. Um, yep. Yeah, and then and then and then um, uh, I went back and, and looked up, and she was Inspector, and she was in quite a few other things. She's been a lot of major films, actually. Yeah. She's very big in France, I believe, if not mistaken. So, um, big actress there. Yep. And then the actress that chose at the end is a young version of Lindsay Wagner, uh, who was the bi bionic woman back in the 80s. That's right. 
Um, so that was again very interesting, and I didn't notice that it was her because she was on the on the credits. So I was like, well, that doesn't look like Lindsay Wagner. And I, I they they had an interview with Kojima and Lindsay Wagner. I was like, oh crap, it's the Bionic Woman. That's so awesome. That that's how I realized it. Um, so that's interesting. I mean, some big names attached to this thing, of course. You know, Norman Reedus and Matt Mickelson, uh, Guillermo del Toro are, you know, involved. Uh, it's it's a big deal. This this game's gonna be a big deal, and um, I can't wait to see what the heck this is. Uh, I'm really excited. It's <laughs> uh, great. Um, other than that, we didn't get anything else. Other um, with a jump, Spider Man. I mean, jump. more Spider Man. It, it, looks, it looks great. I mean, I can't say anything more than that. Yeah. The game comes out. It's great. Yep. After after that, they jumped right into Spider Man, and it looks fantastic. And and again, um, I I heard based on on people that played the the demo on the floor, there was like, oh yeah, this is like next level stuff. Like they what they did is like it's a it's a miraculous game. I heard one saying. Uh, because it's like it's really it's really really good and Amazing. people should be really excited for this game again another game that i know it's going to re review really well but uh, it, it's uh, man sony definitely killed it and they like they've had two solid solid years um and that's really that's really exciting um but they 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 kept to their promise that they're going to focus on showing these four games, and that's exactly what they did. Yeah, I just thought the presentation was a little awkward and weird, but what they did show us these games was stuff that put a smile on my face and Absolutely. let you. I know you and I had a great time on Monday. Yeah, and it's it's. Uh, I mean, again, like if you if you go back and if you're a retro gamer and you and you still reminisce of the old good old days where there was no load time on video games and <laughs> and, and and grow the eight-bit graphics and this things i'm a retro gamer there has not been a better time to be a gamer like than than right now it's the best time to play video games um and and we're seeing its evolution into into something bigger um, but I can't wait to see what comes out of that, um, Joe. And then after that, um, Nintendo had something. I, I guess, um, kind of disappointing if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, like, I think, I think it was, it was for me, it was fine. But like, it was like literally everything that we talked about like beforehand. So there was no like cool factor to it. I'm a big Smash Bros. guy. So I was already excited beforehand for it. Yeah. It just got me more excited watching it. Although Obed, um, I know there's some like this stuff like Waligi is not a playable character or something. That's a little <laughs> weird. I don't get that. People are going crazy over that on the internet. Yeah, there was a thing on Reddit uh, that well, the everyone's back and there's a, a thing of Waligi just sitting down like yeah, really not sad. Playing. Yeah. Um, that's that's weird. But what was really cool about it, Obed, I'm sure you saw this, and I didn't fully get to look into this more. Uh, GameCube controllers are usable for this. Yeah, because uh, they did the same for um, for for the Wii U. Right, right, right. I'm just saying for the Switch, they're continuing that on. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah, so they're gonna have an adapter, um, a USB adapter. Where you can plug in GameCube controllers and keep playing Smash with GameCube. Yeah, hey, I'll do it, man. I still got my GameCube controllers. I'll break yeah. them out for this. Yeah, and they released a new, like they they released like the the, the I think it wasn't Nintendo themselves that made them. It was a third party, 
Uh, okay. But it's, it's exactly the same GameCube controllers that they you can buy at a store. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, that was I thought that was pretty cool. And then the other thing that was, their was big that was their big announcement. Their big big announcement. Right, was, but it was like nothing that caught us by surprise. But I thought I thought it was cool because I'm into to, uh, Smash Bros. But then um, the Fortnite thing was interesting because you know we knew they were gonna announce that that coming. But it was literally like it's available right now. Like they literally said this game is like you can literally play Fortnite now starting right now as we we're announcing it. So that was cool for people because Fortnite's the big hype, the big thing right now. So instead of saying coming to you this fall, it's like, no, you yeah. can play it right now. Because everyone's playing Fortnite, you can join in. But Obed, I'm sure you've heard about the controversy between what's going on between Sony and Nintendo with Fortnite. I don't know if you've heard about this, yep. about the accounts. Yeah, so once you set up a or once you log into an Epic account on PS4, those games are locked um, for for uh, a PS4. Um, you can still crossplay with, you know, PC, iOS, and and Mac. I think that's what they said, um, but not uh, play with other consoles. Um, I think that's a regress, a very regressive policy, and it's gonna come back to bite Sony in the ass, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. Um, the EU has very strict policies and laws in place for this sort of thing, and I think they're they may um, not not be too happy with what the outcome of all this stuff is. Uh, in my opinion, Sony should go ahead and 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 just say, you know what, screw it. Just, just unlock it. Just unlock it, at least for Fortnite. You know, um, be, just because of it being Fortnite, I believe Sony should do it. Um, they did put a press release out there today that I, yep. that I the wording I, I'm not a big fan of. With like, oh yeah, there's already a bunch of players. You know, what do you want to play with more players? We don't have nothing more to say right now. That's basically what they said. So I, I think that they should look at this thing, um, and and I think their stock went down today because of uh, of the Fortnite thing. Wow! Uh, uh, you know, once it starts affecting them monetarily, then they'll probably <laughs> make a change, and that's Changes. always what happens. Yeah. So um, I'm hoping that that they do away with this regressive way of of creating, you know, cross platform play, and and then they go ahead and they implement a, a more um, lenient policy uh regarding this so uh I, I think they're in the wrong in this one yeah for sure for sure yeah but other than smash you know we did we did get a little bit more of a, of a look at the new pokemon um let's go pikachu and let's go eevee and looks fun you know it's gonna be great i know it's gonna sell well uh during the holidays uh they did announce a bundle with that uh that uh was they're calling it the Pokeball Pokeball Plus that Pokeball oh, controller? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, and I think it's a hundred dollars. So I mean, it's kind of expensive, but it's gonna sell. You know, it's Pokemon. People are gonna buy it. Uh, this games are gonna be out there. Uh, I believe in time for Christmas. So um, people are gonna grab them, and kids are gonna are gonna grab them. It looks like very family friendly. I mean, of course, it's Pokemon, but just the, the presentation of it of it, it looks very appealing to a younger audience, uh, not just the uh, hardcore Pokemon fans. Um, so that's good. Uh, and and Smash uh, Ultimate is coming out December seventh, right? If I'm not wrong, that's right. Around when they. So I mean, uh, they they had cool stuff that that's gonna get them through the end of the year. 
Um, but next year they need to bring it. And of course, Nintendo has different Nintendo directs throughout the year where they keep announcing stuff. So they, they don't necessarily rely on E3 as a big platform anymore. Uh, I mean, they don't even have a show. They just do a YouTube video. So, I mean, that's, that's Nintendo, right? They're doing their own thing. It's working. Just let yeah. them, I mean, it's always been that way. Yeah. So whatever works for them, if, if they're, you know, switch is still selling good. Dragon Ball fighter C is coming out for switch. Uh, they confirmed it uh, at the conference. Um, they're going to re-release or a remake or, or, or re-release of uh, The World Ends With You, which I know it's a very um, sought-after game and it's a very popular game, so I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to do well. Um, but other than that, uh, the new Mario Party, uh, Super Mario Party they announced. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I, I, I love Mario Party, and I thought that's cool because like it takes advantage of the whole you have a Switch, your friends have a Switch, Join together, make it a party. I thought that's that was a really interesting way of evolving that franchise. Yeah, because I think it, it had be, it had become a little stagnant for for a same for thing. A yep. Yeah, so that's good that they're they're at least working on refreshing it, um, which is great. Um, but that was that was pretty much it, man. Other than that, there's some gameplay demos. Um, there's a there's a countdown on the Arc System Works site. With uh, with um, I think it says trigger cross arcs with the with the kill the kill font. Uh, if you don't know, kill the kill is a very very fan servicey um action comedy anime. It, it it's it's really good. So, uh, but it's not it's not a beginner anime. It's like intermediate going into advanced because it's super fan servicey and there's some things that are kind of questionable, but. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's 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 really really funny and um, it's 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 act it's the action's fantastic. So um, so the the speculation is that there's going to be an Arxis game based on Kill a Kill. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I don't know where the timer is right now, but um, I think it was like either sixty days or sixty hours, something like that. Um, I saw it yesterday. Um, and, and of course, we got like like I mentioned the gameplay demos, RE2, um, Control, some other things that that demoed uh, in the floor, in depth looks at some other things. Um, but Joel, again, uh, other than Ghost of Tsushima, man, just to just to wrap it up, what anything else that that caught your eye out there? Uh, I, I have to say, um, Control was one of them, man. Like I, I'm gonna go back and watch that gameplay because like I, I, that was an interesting. Like I remember sitting there as it came up, and I was like. Huh, that that looks pretty awesome. Um, I definitely thought that Just Cause Four also looked like a lot of fun. Like it's weird. Like I was when I was watching, I was like, "Huh, this is like, it looks like a pretty cool game that I might actually play." Like, I'm just Cause, or those are some fun ones just to do. Just Cause. Uh, <laughs> it looks like they they went with a more serious tone on this one compared yeah. to yeah. Yeah, that one looked that one looked pretty good. Kingdom Hearts um, was is another one now, man. Like I've never been a Kingdom Hearts guy. Not like against it, just wasn't something I just picked up. And honestly, like I probably will jump in because those games look like fun, even with bad trailers. Obed, <laughs> it actually looks good. So that's saying something. I don't know how you feel, Obed. Uh, what Kingdom Hearts you mean, or or no, overall? Your no, no, overall to, to wrap up your thoughts. Uh all right. So. Uh, you know who won E3, Joe? Capcom won because Devil May Cry 4, uh, I'm sorry, Devil May Cry 5 
Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2 Remake, day one buys for me, no question. Um, uh, I'm going to get those games, right? And and Capcom 1 and 3 for me. Um, other than that, um, uh, we got the, the Samurai games or, or the Japanese-inspired games. So Ghost of Tsushima, of course, being my number one game of the show. Um, but I also heard that uh, Sekiro demoed really really well and it's more of an action game versus a a, a full you know an, an action rpg would like like dark souls uh, so i heard it's it's a lot faster paced so i'm 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 very curious to see more of that but uh, yeah i mean uh, i would say that that's that would be that would be my top picks and and I, i'm looking forward to kingdom hearts i like kingdom hearts um and and it's something that you know some of the first things that i that i played back um when ps when i got my ps2 so uh, i'm pretty excited for that but uh, i mean all, all the all the sony stuff was great um i i'm really curious to see what this new halo is going to be but again we're probably three five three to five years away from actually seeing something about it um and just some of the news that uh, broke, not broke today, but there was an article um, that came out either very early this morning or overnight about the potential successor to the PS4. Um, not, not A3 related, but someone at AMD said that um, the, the Vega architecture that we're using for graphics was not working the way they hoped. And and they and this Navi uh, concept for graphics that the PS5 or whatever it's going to be called um, will have it's co-developed with Sony, which makes me think that that Sony that this console may have like exclusive tech on it, but we'll see. Again, too early to to know. Uh, I I'm still curious to see what Microsoft is going to offer with those. You know, Project Scarlet device, Scarlet devices, um, but yeah, uh, that's that. I would, that's what I would say. It would be probably uh, again, Ghost of Tsushima, Resident Evil Two, Devil May Cry Four, uh, and Sekiro. It's gonna be my my nice. four. Nice lineup there, man. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's a, a quick wrap up of E three and what our thoughts are. Um, we're probably just gonna go back to dissing DC. On our on our next uh, uh, and Comcast on a, on our <laughs> on our next episode, um, but uh, I think that's what we got, Joel. If you want to go ahead and uh, just go ahead and plug us in, absolutely, guys. Thank you for taking time out of your day. Listen to us here on No Load Time for this episode. We appreciate it. We want to make sure you stay connected with us. So make sure that you subscribe to our show, whether you're a listener through podcast. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. You can also subscribe to the video version that's on our YouTube channel. And if you're watching our YouTube channel, remember, check out our, our recap of E3, our, our uh, Monday night live stream recording. If you didn't watch it, go ahead and, and watch it on our YouTube channel. And also, we want to make sure that you guys stay connected with us through our social media so you can see when we're doing other new and cool stuff and our thoughts on things to stay uh, informed. So go ahead and follow us on our social media at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Also, we want to make sure you can, you can feel open to sending us any comments or feedback. We'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and shoot an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. It's noloadtime at gmail.com. We welcome 
hear from you guys. And we are so excited for you guys to join us for our next episode. Until next time, we'll see you here on No Loads of Time. Yeah, thank you guys, and we'll see you again on the next episode.